Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has found that male swamp sparrows are less intimidated by the songs of their ageing rivals. Moving swiftly across the swamp, the sparrow tentatively spreads out his territory, a phonic palisade which he surveys with vain conviction. Contented in solitude, he slides into symphonic soliloquy, preening at the sumptuousness of his stereotypic performance. Halfway through the encore, an unwanted response echoes his call. Susceptible to the vulgarity of this disturbance, he jumps down from his perch to confront his admirer, the repetition of his retort parading his position. Bemused by his audience's apparition, he turns his ear to the ground, shakes his head, and returns to his own self-worth. The virility of youth, untroubled by the artifice of age. This poem is inspired by research published in Behavioural Ecology, which has found that male swamp sparrows respond less aggressively to the songs of older individuals. During the early spring, male swamp sparrows stake out their breeding territories, threatening any other males who dare to trespass. If a potential rival encroaches on their territory and begins to sing, then the resident male tries to evict the interloper by singing back with a rapid wheat-wheat-wheat sound before flying towards them and, if all else fails, attacking their unwanted guest. Previous research has shown that male swamp sparrows reach their peak vocal ability at the age of two, singing less frequently and less consistently as they get older. And in this new study, researchers wanted to find out if other males take note of these changes in vocal quality. In order to address this question, the researchers set up speakers in the territories of 35 different male swamp sparrows across a Pennsylvanian marsh, playing them five-minute audio clips of two different male swamp birds, those from a two-year-old and those from a ten-year-old swamp sparrow. After measuring how closely each male approached the speaker, the researchers found that males approached on average seven feet closer when they heard the song of a two-year-old in comparison to a ten-year-old potential rival. The playback songs that were used showed some declines in known quality measures between the two-year-old and ten-year-old sets, but overall these differences were classified by the researchers as being relatively minor. For example, Although persistent repetition tends to decline as birds get older, the 10-year-old songs used for playback were no less stereotypic, i.e. repetitious, than the 2-year-old songs. However, despite this lack of apparent differences to humans, the swamp sparrows strongly discriminated between the two types of songs. This would suggest that additional aspects of song quality deteriorated between the ages of 2 and 10, ones that swamp sparrows are attuned to, but of which humans are not yet aware. In summary, these findings suggest that male swamp sparrows are more aggressive towards younger-sounding rivals and, whilst further research is needed, the researchers believe that these changes in the song quality of male swamp sparrows could reflect the consequences of physical decline, indicating to other males that they pose less of a threat, and are thus perhaps less worthy, of getting worked up about. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. 
moving swiftly across the swamp. The sparrow tentatively spreads out his territory, a phonic palisade which he surveys with vain conviction. Contented in solitude, he slides into symphonic soliloquy, preening at the sumptuousness of his stereotypic performance. Halfway through the encore, an unwanted response echoes his call. Susceptible to the vulgarity of this disturbance, he jumps down from his perch to confront his admirer, the repetition of his retorts parading his position. Bemused by his audience's apparition, he turns his ear to the ground, shakes his head and returns to his own self-worth. The virility of youth, untroubled by the artifice of age. section of the podcast I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode I'll be reading Sparrow by Farnoosh Fatih. Farnoosh Fatih was born in 1981. Raised in California she attended UCLA, NYU and the University of Houston where she earned her PhD in creative writing and literature. Her poems have appeared in Bomb, Boston Review, Pen America and elsewhere. She is the founder of the Young Artist Language and Devotion Alliance and the recipient of a Fulbright Fellowship to Brazil, a MacDowell Colony Fellowship and a Ruth Lilly Fellowship from the Poetry Foundation. She currently lives in New York City, where she teaches at Stanford Online High School and Columbia University. Sparrow by Farnoosh Fati. This was more like the atmosphere had been pinched whose chirp was an unexpected gust in a harmonium enough to break all that high horse talk that curdles the atmosphere. While centaurs ate grass and hurdled epitaphs that chirp in the midst did change one of us. T'was clawed out in a feeling's flock, t'was couraged by the tall grass. Did you not catch it? It is enough to gather at your age. It is enough to note just what was said that provoked the Alps to rage and the eye sows along. But can it cup a crazing off the tops of trees? Just one eye as yours could be enough, one for six moons that surround the mind's water birth, while a lily on its cot bloated lapses. Sparrow here again, countless consuls tower and luff, but the world sizes down to a restless heart to the one note that repeats itself and is all, to the note one repeats to oneself and all, to the one line spitting the heart into flight. Metaphor is elsewhere, a jewel resulting in the snout of a pig, sparrow, here nearly unresting thing which always seems suddenly to never have left my mind because you will so easily disappear. I think of you as infinitely near. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.